0: Welcome to episode 25. I'm your host, Molly Jager. Nice to have you. I'm so glad you're here. So today, guys, I'm going to be talking about how to challenge yourself. Yep, how to challenge yourself. And I know you're already like, are you kidding me? I'm already experiencing so many challenges. Why <laughs> would I want to challenge myself any more than I already am? experiencing it. So I'm going to talk about that, don't worry, and I'm going to talk about how to challenge yourself in a way that is nourishing, fruitful, and empowering. I'm also going to talk about when you want to challenge yourself and how to be safe about it, how to be clean in your mind as you move in that direction, as you lean into the challenge. So it was a lot of good stuff today. And of course I'm talking about this because I'm experiencing it in my life right now. <laughs> and I thought I would share with you because it's so good. It is hard, yes, but it is also an amazing opportunity and an amazing learning experience that I want you to have access to. So I'm going to share it with you now. Before I jump into the topic, please know that I am available to support you through this process and you can reach out to me. There's links in the show notes. There's links on my website, www.movetonourish.com. And also you can reach out to me on Facebook. You can just send me a DM or you can send me an email at molly at movetonourish.com. So if you're getting something from these podcasts, and I hope that you are, and you want more, like you want this process to move either more quickly or you want to dive into it with more depth, just imagine how much you would get from having both of us invested in your life, in your development. It's good stuff. All right. Let's talk about challenges, shall we? So a few weeks back, I did a podcast about stop how to stop repressing emotions and feel the emotions that you're suppressing by stopping the activity that you engage in to cover up your emotions. And if you want to go back a couple episodes back and listen to that, I highly recommend it. If you haven't yet, you should go check it out. Today I'm going to talk about something that's very related, although you don't need to have listened to those podcast episodes, in order to get benefit from what I'm going to share with you today. But in some ways, it's kind of the evolution of that process. Because what you'll find, and you may have found this already, if you did do that challenge, which is essentially what it was, to stop uh, that action, whatever it was that you were engaging in, That was a challenge, right? challenge to stop a habit. If you did that, what you might have noticed is that there was an opportunity to then feel something in that sort of moment where it was vacant of busyness. But also what you might have started to notice is just how much... You do that in general, that you busy your mind and your body with distraction. Or you might have found yourself moving to another activity. So that the the repressing of emotions or the uncomfortable experience was still present. Or you might have found that it worked for a little while, but then because those emotions continued to be rising up and there's lots of distracting opportunities that you started to do something else. Right? So you might've found these kinds of things happening. I know I did. And then you might've found that you want to take a reset. I know I did and recommit and re-engage. So what we're talking about here, is essentially leaning into a challenge now you know that anytime there is a process of change when you are undergoing change there's always some degree of challenge and literally the process of resolving chronic pain is a change process you are changing the neural patterning and structuring of your brain and your nervous system, you're changing your self-image, you're changing how you perceive and interact with the world and with sensations. You're challenging your previous beliefs, your current status quo, because your current status quo is more painful than the change process itself right? Because that's what we are engaged in, that change process. And I want to make it really clear that initially when these kinds of things happen, when stuff in our body starts to happen and we think, "Uh uh-oh, something's wrong and we can't do anything about it, what should I do? And of course, because we think that it's outside of our control, we start by looking for help outside of us. And we go, if you've gone down that route for a while and you haven't found that help, and certainly if you've identified that what's really going on with you is a mind body pain situation, then you know that you have a lot more agency and control about your situation, or that the origin of resolution lies within you, not outside of you, right? So I want to make this really clear because what happens is that we, if we began there, which most of us do, which is ser- external searching, if you began there, it can be very challenging to reorient. And in this process, you have to continue to reorient towards within. So you ask yourself, how can I contribute to this situation? What can I do? How can I understand this better? How can I evolve my thinking and therefore my action and my feeling? How can I be the change maker in my own life? And it's a big question to ask yourself because it moves you out of the passive role and into something much more active. And at first, that it in and of itself is one of the first habits to break, right? looking outside of yourself to looking within. And if you haven't fully done that yet, you might even upon hearing that as a suggestion, have a lot of resistance to it. And if you are experiencing resistance to me, just saying that, that is really valuable data to find out like, oh, okay, so I'm not ready to accept that yet. Or I don't really understand that yet. So i feel feel some resistance to that, or maybe you do understand it, but yet you have resistance and there's something there that's valuable. So whatever you experience, when you hear me talk about these things, I want to invite you to just be kind of observe observational about yourself. Nothing that you experience or think or feel or interpret When from what I'm saying is unacceptable or bad, or um, it doesn't mean that these uh, that what I have to say can't be useful for you, right? Everything is like an open question, right? Okay, that was a little bit of a tangent there, but let me bring it back. (laughs) Let me bring it back because what I want you to really understand is that when you accept the challenge of leaning into the challenge actively, that's when you start having agency in your life. That's when things start turning around. And it's also hard. It is, it is hard. Okay, so let's talk about the challenges. Oh my goodness. So this morning I woke up and I was fine. I was looking after the kids. I kind of like wavered him. I was like, I was going to cry. I was fine. (laughs) No, I was. I got up, did my thing in my normal mode. And then once the kids were out of the house, all of a sudden, well, I don't know. I became aware that I was very anxious. And I've had a difficult week. Last week was... Or the last several days, I should say, really, were emotionally and mentally challenging for me. That A lot of things came up that made me feel, or in the face of those things, I felt insecure and unsure of myself. And all the things that you can feel when things are moving around. And... So I woke up today and realized, or, you know, after the kids left, I realized that I had this level of anxiety in me. And one of the things that I recently committed to was being really conscious of how I use activity to buffer my feelings, to suppress my feelings, to distract myself from feeling my feelings. And guess what? I do it a lot. My mode is like consuming information. This is what I like to do. I like to look at all the things in every which direction. I like to get every glass detail to the nth degree and make sure that every little corner has been visited. And what's really ironic about this is that the process of doing this only confuses me more. It doesn't help me come to a resolution about something. It it only makes the process more complicated and confusing for me. So I know that I'm using this not as, uh, in a useful, productive way, but as really, uh, well, I would say, I wanna turn that around and say, I am using it in a useful and productive way. And the use is to not sit still with my uncomfortable feelings and uh, productive in that it allows me (laughs) to continue to do that and not spend that energy of confronting myself, okay? And I'll tell you, that is useful at times. So I just wanna be clear and clean about my language here. I am using it (laughs) and it has been extremely useful. But you get to the point and you might um, be at this juncture in your life in certain areas of your life or one primary area and that might be your pain, right? You might have gotten to the end point, like I'm done. And and you're ready to take on that challenge even though that you know the challenge is going to suck and the going through it is going to suck. And I'm telling you, that it does it's wonderful and it's empowering but it also parts of it just suck and that's really important to acknowledge right that it's hard and the exciting thing about that do you want to know the exciting thing about that when you do hard things you find out what you're capable of and you i will tell you are capable of a lot more than you think that you are I know this because I know how your nervous system works. You might not think that and you might not believe me. And this is where you would reach out to get my help and to get some clarity about just how capable you are. And I will demonstrate to you just how capable you are. The more that you can try on that experience or try on that idea like, Maybe Molly's right. Maybe I can do a lot more than I think that I can. Maybe. As soon as you phrase it as a question or a query, things change. Right? Okay. And just ask yourself, maybe I am and I didn't even know it all this time. I certainly know that I have become capable of things that I never dreamed I would be capable of. Yeah? Yeah? So look, it's possible and it's all about how your nervous system is designed. So when it comes to challenges, why would you want to create a challenge for yourself? There's two main reasons. Number one, you are going to experience challenges no matter what, right? There's no way that you're going to live a life without challenges. And if you remember all the way back to like episode two or three, I can't remember which one it was, but what keeps pain alive in your system? One of the biggest things that keeps pain, the, the chronic pain cycle alive and going is fear. And there are so many manifestations of fear. Perfection, control, micromanaging, these are things that we try to take care of thinking that we can prevent a difficult or challenging situation, something uncomfortable that we don't want to experience. We think if we do all this stuff, if we get busy over here, we can avoid the pain over there. But in fact, what we're doing is we're setting ourselves up to be more vulnerable to the pain. We're setting ourselves up to fear our ability or our capability in these instances, whatever they may be. So you want to put yourself in a position where you are, activating courage, where you are activating your own resolution and resilience. And this is a direct message saying, I can do this. I'm going to choose to do this. And when you have direct experience with doing it um, in the moment, leaning into the challenge, that is uh, continuing that message, sending that message to your nervous system. So that's one really big reason why you would want to lean into a challenge. And secondly, leaning into a challenge helps you to evolve more quickly. It helps you to get your results faster or your, you know, vision to achieve your vision sooner because it puts you again in that active role and you are taking action. You are making choices. So this is what I'm talking about. This is the like day to day. This is the minutia of it. So this morning when I was having all that anxiety and I was like, whoa, I am so anxious. I was kind of buzzing with anxiety and I was like running all over the place in my mind and my, just kind of lay it out for you because I want you to be clear of all the different layers. Like my gaze was really unfocused because I was very much in my head. So I was kind of seeing the world in front of me, but not really seeing it. Right. So I was just kind of like flitting. My vision was kind of flitting around everywhere and maybe just um, kind of focused also in this narrow range of like just a few feet ahead of me down. Like these are some of the physical, subtle physical manifestations of being in an anxious state that you might recognize and it helps to know how it manifests so that you can recognize it in yourself and then have, again, more wherewithal. And yeah, I wanted to run upstairs and (laughs) open my computer and just like start getting super tippy-tappy busy and looking here and looking there and I did not want to sit down and think, And process, I absolutely did not want to do that. I had huge resistance to doing that, and you might recognize some of that. You might recognize in yourself, especially if you've done the activity of like you know trying to remove a habit, and then just feeling what comes up in that moment. It's it's intense. It's big, and it's that the energy. Behind it is powerful. So there's a lot of energy going in the direction, a lot of forceful energy inside me going, seemingly going in the direction of get busy, get busy, get busy. (laughs) Do anything to distract yourself. Have a donut, you know, more tea, like anything. (laughs) And had I done that, here's the thing. If you... Follow or succumb to that forceful energy. First of all, it's okay. Nothing's gone wrong. You're human and you just notice it and you notice the effect of it. And that's all. It's great. Anything that happens. Great. Nothing has gone wrong. And if you do succumb to it, what you will notice is that it will go away. For the time being, for a little bit of time, that anxiety or whatever it is that you are feeling that's uncomfortable will, you know, just kind of fade to the background a little bit because whatever you've done has distracted you or you've created some other kind of sensation that is louder that distracts you on that level. Or so like, for example, sitting in front of my computer is a lot of information running into my brain. If I'm looking around at a bunch of stuff and I'm processing that information rather than processing that anxiety. So what I recommend that you do in these moments, which is what I needed to do, and I know I talked about this before, but this is the challenge. And so I'm reiterating it because it's so crucial. And it's so simple. This is the thing. It is so simple. Is I didn't do anything. I didn't do any outward activity. I sat down at my desk with my pen and my paper and I breathed. And this is what I recommend that you do. I recommend that you sit down where you can't access your phone. Don't sit in the kitchen in front of a plate of food. Go remove yourself from whatever is in your environment that is pulling at you. So I took my computer and I put it in my drawer underneath my desk so I couldn't just flip it open. I put it out of sight. And I allowed the anxiety to be present. I allowed it to be there. I didn't try to make it go away. And then I was like, what's going on in here? And that's what you do with these challenges. You say, what's going on in here? Wow, look at that. There's a lot of energy. There's a lot of something. Wow, what is it? I'm freaking out and I don't even know why. What am I, what is that energy about? Where is that energy? and allowing yourself the time to be present with it in the second part two of that episode a couple episodes back i kind of hinted at what you might experience if you accepted the challenge and what you can experience if you don't distract yourself from it with some other uh, sensory input but if you stay open and present to it is that forceful energy behind that's uncomfortable it transforms into another form into another vibration into another energy into another sensation and it no longer is stuck inside you. This is processing, allowing it to clear, allowing it to evolve rather than pushing it away. Just simply sticking with the sensation of it and allowing it to happen without resistance. Right? You can experience... Um, resistance, this is kind of meta, you can be aware of a kind of resistance and also be in acceptance so that you are in acceptance of your desire to resist or the urge to resist as well as all the other sort of colors of that experience. So these are the challenges of creating change in your life. These are the challenges. This is part of what it looks like to rewire your neural pathways and create the change that you want to experience. There will be resistance, dislike, fear, irritation, sorrow, grief, guilt, And there will also be joy, laughter, tears, release, power, a sense of awe, catharsis. When you allow yourself to feel all of the uncomfortable emotions, You get to feel more of the other side of those emotions. The yin and the yang, both are more available to you. So I want to be really clear that it's not that you stop feeling the emotions that you don't like, that you want to avoid currently. It's just that you are able to feel them with greater ease. They have less power over you. You have more agency in your experience because you have chosen to lean into that emotion. You are making an active choice to participate in your experience instead of run away from your experience. And the result is that you become grounded in something deeper than the changing weather of your emotions. So that's what I have for you today. Thanks for joining me. I hope you feel ready to lean in. Lean into life. Lean into the experience of life as a human. Have a wonderful week. I'll see you soon. you for joining me again this week. If you like this episode, please leave me a review on whatever platform you listen to. It would be so awesome to have your feedback, your comments would be a wonderful support. I would love to hear from you. So please do that. Have a look around your platform and see if you can find whatever buttons to press or where to tap on the screen to have that come up. Also, I want to extend an invitation to you to join me on Facebook because I'm gonna be going live a lot this month in May, and there's gonna be lots of opportunity for you to get my support, either through coaching or asking your questions, getting answers to your questions and getting the support, whatever it is that you're looking for, so definitely show up there have a look around look for me make sure that you follow me and that you are in the group so that you can have access to all of that stuff I'm going to be giving away this month and remember I'm always here for you one-on-one if you want my help find that link in the show notes book a call with me and let's get started see you soon